Welcome to the We Done It podcast. We are here to educate you, even though we're not really all that educated. We're just a couple of married women. Married to each other. And we're just trying to figure out this whole podcast thing. Because I think a lot of you told us we should. And I mean, if you're anything like Lucy, you're going to listen to this on two times speed. And if you are anything like Kelsey, you don't even know that you can change the speed of a podcast. So whether you are driving or taking your dog for a walk, maybe you're doing your dishes or crushing a workout or you're getting after that to-do list, don't worry, we got you. And we love your stinking guts. Huggy. Hello. Hi. Hi. Huggy? Huggy? Huggy. Who go? Pardon? <laughs> I read somewhere that it's actually pronounced like huggo. It might be. But, okay, so the word is H-Y-G-G-E. H-Y-G-G-E. And I say huggy. You now say huggy because I say huggy, but it might be huggo, hugo, huggo, I don't know what it yeah. is. I have no idea. I'm not even, like, I'm not interested in finding out because... That wouldn't be very huggy of you. I like huggy. <laughs> Everything's huggy now. Yeah, we are huggy living. Hashtag it. Yeah, so um, if you don't know what huggy is, don't worry, I didn't either. Until somebody that we know gave us this book and said, this is Kelsey. In a book. And I was she like, must read how it. do you know? And it was this <laughs> tiny little book and it was beautiful. So the book is called The Little Book of Huggy, or whatever you want to call it. Hug who? Hug who? Hug who? go? <laughs> who go where? Anyways, <laughs> look up the book because it's awesome. I think mm. everyone should probably read it anyways just to get an understanding of you know, what what it is and how it could possibly impact your life if you are not already someone who lives a very high-gy life, so to speak. Hold on. Hold on. We're going to blow the world out of its socks. Pardon? It's pronounced hooga. 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 Oh my gosh, I don't like that. I I'm, like high better. I'm calling it high-gy. Hooga. Okay, but we just made a lot of people happy that are sitting there being like, it's a hooga. How did you find out it's hooga? I said, how do you pronounce high-gy? And what does it say? <laughs> it says H O O. Dash G A H. Hooga. Hooga. Well, I like huggy because it reminds me of a huggy. Yeah. And I want to hug. I agree. So I'm huggy. I don't care who's hooga. Yeah. I'm huggy. My can... name's Kelsey and I'm huggy. I like that. Yeah. And you could be Lucy and. I can also hooga. be huggy. You oh! could be hooga if you want, though. Oh, I feel like I'm more of a hooga. Kind of sounds like a booga. <laughs> Aww. Okay, so if you're the person who is going to call this word hooga or anything other than huggy for the rest of your life, I do apologize because I'm not, and I'm going to, for the remainder of this podcast, just say huggy. Yes, me too. And that's what that is. So <laughs> we're going to get into that in a second. First of all. We were driving here. Oh, we need to talk about our near-life death experience. Like, actually... Yeah, we nearly died on the way here. <laughs> but I feel like I need to tell it at least the part that it gets to where it's hilarious because you you're still rattled. Part. I'm rattled, of course, because we nearly died. <laughs> we did legit. Okay, you tell it. I'm, I don't care to tell it, honestly. But there, I we got in the car together for the first time today and I had driven to work and from work all the way back home and I just noticed that people on the roads we're losing it like they're losing their mind they're changing <laughs> lanes and intersections they are like swerving in and out of this and up and down and over the hill and honking like you would not believe and i think that they everyone in the t city just stopped driving for yeah i don't know kelsey's on the way here she's like did nobody drive on the weekend nobody remembered how to do it today and then i like jokingly said something like they probably didn't and she's like well they should do it more or something as we're like dodging cars yeah left we were right. dodging. <laughs> people were just like nuts and it bothers me so 
we were driving and I don't know, this guy pulled out in front of this other guy. It was not his fault, really. It was just no. like this weird person has parked on the cr- Anyways. It's like late night Nobody's traffic. Fault. It's dark, just lights are on. the guy in front. And yeah. instead of letting the guy in front like a nice person, he let the guy in front and then like laid on his horn for a good 10 <laughs> like, seconds. Like he's like, and when you're that person watching, like you see them on the other side of the road and they are up like, their gripping ass, their steel gripping their steering wheel, like, honking Arr! and like yelling. And we just look at each other and we're like, what is their problem? I like, was like, A, I'm never in that big of a hurry. B, <laughs> <laughs> Even if I am in, like, am in that big of a hurry, <laughs> okay, I'm so definitely gets, not mad. He's where it gets really funny, though. But this is the truth, doll, <laughs> is I don't ever honk my horn. I know, but this I is I don't gets, even know what it would be like to honk my this horn. This is where it gets <laughs> so really important. funny. Just wait. <laughs> I'm making fun of the guy who's laying on his horn for no reason. Oh. And you can have them. Yeah, I, this is where it gets so funny. Because she's like, as we're driving, so this happened probably like three intersections back from what's about to happen. And she is, we're always talking about people, how we just don't understand why they're so rude. And when you're that one person that can see them and they're giving someone the finger and they're on their horn, it's like, how awkward and embarrassing for that person when you like make eye contact with them and you're like, yeah, buddy, like you're a weirdo, like stop being so mad. Anyway, so Kelsey's going on a rampage about how she could never have road rage even if she like it was such in a rush and just has given me this spiel that I've heard before but I absolutely love it because it's so true she's never mad she just sit there and wait and then she also says this last part of it is the best because then what happened is just so good she goes I don't even like I wouldn't even know how to use my horn like (laughs) there is not once (laughs) I can't even get through it there is not once There's not one situation where I would ever use my horn. And then as the word horn is coming <laughs> As the word horn is coming out of her mouth, this person <laughs> in the middle of the intersection <laughs> The person in the middle of the intersection, I'm on the left hand lane, she's in the right hand lane, and we're going and there's oncoming traffic parked at or stopped at the red lights though. So we're going through the intersection and out of nowhere i promise you and this is my biggest biggest pet peeve that people do is they change lanes in an intersection because someone in front of her wanted to turn and they were going too slow because there was somebody crossing the road and so she decided to jump into the out like our lane yeah so the lady that nearly (laughs) hit me in an intersection was just impatient because a pedestrian had made it so she was five minutes i mean five seconds late so she swerves into my lane and we're like, I'm going pretty fast. Like I'm going the speed limit and I'm minding my own damn business and I'm not honking at fucking anyone. All of a sudden, because Kelsey has to swerve and brake so hard. Like if she, if Kelsey didn't move and do what she did, we would have like smoked so hard into this lady. So I like hit she her saved and the people coming yes. towards me. Like she saved the day and saved the so situation. So saved that my car nearly tipped because I slammed on my brakes and swerved at the same time that I was like... <laughs> So as she's screaming, her hands slip and she lays on the horn. <laughs> she's honking her horn. And we're in the other side of the road because we've swerved into like oncoming traffic. Thank God their light was red. But we have swerved so hard. She's screaming and honking. And I'm like, okay, I'm not screaming and you honking. You did scream. I screamed and I honked. That is different than screaming and honking. For sure. I went. <laughs> and I grabbed on like I braced for impact my arms both like one hit Kelsey on the side and the other like held the door like I was like oh my god like nothing really came out of my mouth but yeah next thing I was spinning my steering wheel so fast because it was such an instinctive move I didn't even think about it but I went to 
turned my steering wheel so fast Did that my hand bumped? slipped off and just like laid on the horn for a couple seconds. <laughs> it was so much. So then we like bounced back into traffic and, like, oh and her god, and I are like, alive. oh my god, we like look at each other, we're like, holy smokes. I'm about smokes. to vomit and she, she just starts and then, laughing. And then like a second pause and I just burst into laughter because I'm like, Oh, says the girl who's like, I don't understand why anybody would ever honk their horn. Next thing you're like, me in the middle of an intersection on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> so I am so glad. Cheers, honey. Cheers me, please. To what? It is a blessing and a God's gift. We don't even really believe in him, but we are here on this earth and like, it was not our night to go tonight. Thank the Lord. Really? What? We could have been in an accident. We would have been. We would not have died. <laughs> you could have. We Who weren't knows? going to die. I hate car accidents. We were I not going them. to die. We were just going to get smashed up in between like nine cars. It's fine. Oh, and you never know. Yeah, you're welcome for saving your life. Thank you. You did a great job. And seconds we, after I saved your life, you laughed at me. Yes. As we got out of the car, <laughs> I gave you a big hug and I said, good job for that scenario because you did a great job. And great she job. had no idea that yeah, she did. I think she went straight to Macca's and got herself a cheeseburger. Like she, was, she was hungry girl. Yeah. It's the only oh reason God. I can She understand. is not huggy. No, she's not huggy at all. She's in a hurry. <laughs> she's a hugger. You're not in, you're not in a she's hurry. She's hugger. Okay. So, whew, glad we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just have this little thing here. Heige is such an important part of being Danish that it is considered a defining feature of their cultural identity and is an integral part of the national DNA. So I read this book and honestly, as I was reading it, I was like, oh my God, someone has put my whole life into words. Like, it just, my whole life has not really made a lot of sense. Like, why do I like things in order? Why do I like all of these things? Like, hanging out with small amounts of people. Why do I like potluck-style dishes versus coming and one person cooks? And all of these sorts of things, which I didn't even assume all amounted to anything, all started to make sense when I started reading this book. And I was like, okay, this is me, this is me, this is me. And turns out it's like 98% of the Danish population as well. So they from my understanding, like, live their life in a very high way. Hooga. Hooga. Hooga chaka. <laughs> you were recording wow. me now, so it just got a little <laughs> awkward. But, yeah, I read the book, and it was one of those things. It was mind-blowing, but also so peaceful knowing that, that it all makes sense. So I don't really know how to go into it because if you read the book, I promise you at the end of it, someone's going to be like, oh, what's your book about? And it's like, I actually don't even really know. So I find it to be a very misunderstood conception. People want to talk about it and people want to use it and people want to live that way. But there is no real actual definition for it, which is... Well, I think what you just were reading was kind of a... Is that not kind of a definition? I just said it's an important part of being Danish. Hmm. Um. But then I, I read this other thing, and it's kind of a quote, not a quote, but just someone tried to sum it up, and it says that it's a feeling of contentment wrapped up by being cozy and enjoying simple pleasures. So everything is cozy. Everything is simple. You don't gossip. You don't talk politics. You don't... Not one person runs the show. Mm-hmm. You just live in a very, very calm world. I would... Yeah. I think, like, I would see it as sort of... You know how, like, minimalism kind of came popular i guess and like mm-hmm. you know people we used to be of this belief that we like need all these things and had to have the big everything and the homes and the vehicles and all this stuff and then this movement started to happen where people are actually realizing actually we don't need all of that stuff to be happy and i think this is like obviously it's different 
but it's kind of of the same belief in my opinion that it's just like the more I think simple things in life and what actually matters is more like you know from the earth things and quality time with people and connection and like sort of those like olden day things mixed with like minimalism is kind of like what I view it as but I don't know if that's like actually it's true yeah minimalism is a very good way to put it I was reading something that said yeah minimalism is a thing and we all you know went through that phase of wanting more and wanting Mm -hmm. everything but then you know wanting less and thinking that gives you more and it's like but also to be haggy is to like eat three cinnamon buns if you want so don't have less don't with hold yourself from things that are going to give you pleasure yeah it's it's kind of that in between if it actually and they connected it to the Marie Kondo if it brings you joy but it's like if it actually really does bring you joy have it yeah I mean and if you want to eat a piece of cake every day for the rest of your life because it brings you so much happiness and takes you to that place of comfort it's like cake is not bad I think what they were getting at too which I love is that like things like cinnamon buns right they're very labor intensive like you have to you know you need the dough you let it rise you put it in you do all these things to it it's like they love that you know there's steps to things and there's crafts and there's uh, time I guess that goes into it versus you know going to the store ripping over a packet eating a cinnamon bun and being like okay I, I need 10 more of those like I think yes. they're kind of like of the belief of like everything's like a little bit of a labor of love kind of is is what I gathered from what you were telling me true because a cinnamon bun from the store is not high right did they I say cinna- that yep I love that. It's so funny. A cinnamon bun that you were at home and yeah. you made with your family or your friends yeah. and you put the love in and you, mm-hmm. you know, set the timer for the however long to make it rise and then yeah. you cook it and you eat it together. That's very haggy because it's all about enjoying that actual moment. Totally. It's enjoying, it even goes as far as to say like the taste and what you're going to feel when you eat the cinnamon bun is going to be mm-hmm. that much more exponential because you yourself put in love and effort right. into it to make it. I agree. Versus like eating the best cinnamon. Maybe, you know, you can get the best cinnamon bun somewhere mm-hmm. else and someone else put love into it and some grandma made it and yeah. brought it over to you. But that's not the same because it doesn't, you're not bringing love and happiness and memories from all aspects of the cinnamon bun, just mm-hmm. simply eating it. So, yeah. Hmm. So do they want you to like do other things in your life like that like are they basically telling you you know like soap for example like are they telling you to sort of make your own soap because then that process of like bathing is more enjoyable or are they not kind of like they don't care more so about the natural stuff they're more just it's nothing about being natural it's just if you can if there's a process that you can be involved be involved right so um like canning so to speak so Mm. I don't want to go, I guess we can just jump into it, but a lot of, um, so people who are haggy, they only really tend to, gosh, you could like maybe call them introverts in a sense, because there was a lot of how introverts have found peace in knowing that haggy is a thing. Cause it's like, oh mm. gosh, it's not that I actually don't like people or don't like being around people. Because it's a, this that gets as, me much more joy. Yeah. And like, as an introvert, it's like, people are always like, oh, well, you must not like people mm. or you must not like going out. And it's like, that's actually not true at all. Yeah. I like people. I might only like actually three or four people around me at a time. Mm-hmm versus going to a party of 15, 20, 30, 40 people, that doesn't make me feel comfortable, doesn't make me happy. But if I was going out with four or five people that, and that was just like a group or we were all having dinner, that to me is okay Mm -hmm. because it's small amounts of people. And as an introvert, I can really flourish in those areas. But if you put me in a large group of people, so it kind of takes all the stigma away from being an introvert as well and just saying, okay, well, yes, you don't, like you are an introvert, but Mm -hmm. also you can still enjoy those same things that people 
who are extroverted enjoy. So they like to hang out with small amounts of people. Instead of going to a restaurant that is packed full of people, you know, music's playing, the hockey game's yeah. going, and you can't really understand that, You they would <laughs> never do that, but they would invite four or five of their closest friends over, right. and they would all make a meal together. Yeah. So not only are you hanging out with small amounts of people, and this is where the food thing is going to come in, but it's like... Don't go over to your friend's house with three or four people and expect your friend to be the only one cooking and that you guys just eat what they cook for you. Mm -hmm. A, it's a lot of stress on that person, which is unnecessary. They don't need to be doing that for you. Even if they love to, it should be a joint effort. Hmm. Um, and they, it's like if you knew, gosh, I think we've done it a lot too, but it's, you know, if you're going to decide that you're going to have, you know, you're going to cook a ham, mm -hmm. it's like, okay, everyone can bring some ingredients to make some sides and some dishes with the ham. Yeah. The host may cook the ham and then everyone else comes and it's like a four or five hour stuff. thing. Don't yeah. just come for dinner and leave. It's I find like, that such we're going to come and we're going to cut up the vegetables together yeah. and we're going to interact in your kitchen together right. with all these ingredients that we've come to make a meal and then we enjoy it together. together. Yeah. I find that such a Canadian thing. Like you guys do, they call them potlucks and like they're so everybody just like brings a dish and like that's all of a sudden dinner and it's such a smart way to do it it's like i don't know i feel like typical dinner parties are like whoever's house you're going to not only slaving like the night before to get stuff ready they're then all the pressure throughout the day to get mm -hmm. stuff you know maybe half cooked so that when people are there it's cooking for a little bit longer and then like it's just all these like stressful things and you're right it's like why don't we all just like show up with some stuff and like honestly my favorite memories like you're in our house where friends come over one person brings a baguette the other person brings a dip this person's got some cheese and meat where they brings a fruit salad yeah and we're in here making bars. something cheesy and like putting it all together and heating it up here and someone's got to cook the sauce for 10 minutes before they pour it over their thing i'm like these are the best and then you just have this spread where it's like holy shit this is the best food ever and it's just like everybody's done their version of it right and i think why that brings you so much joy and have so many memories afterwards is because you're interacting with those yeah. people whereas a dinner party mm -hmm. that's not high gee, so to speak is like you just come and you show up and you eat and you say thank you yeah. and yes you are very grateful do you know what I mean? But we didn't help with the production of it. And I'm not saying like, oh, let us do everything. Yeah. But, but it is I more also, of a group effort. Uh, yeah. and But then I also look at dinners we've been to, like two friends that come to mind. I love their cooking style. I love what they always make. And I do very much enjoy like going to their house when they've prepared a meal and like love sitting down with them. And maybe it's because, you know, we do something first where we like sit around and catch up, you know, before we don't just like go in and sit down and mm -hmm. eat dinner and leave. So, yeah, I don't know. But, I mean, I definitely prefer when it's, like, a longer session and all hanging out. But at the same time, it's – I think I do like the other version of it There's, as well. Yeah, so maybe you're just not as haggy as me. And yeah. I do like that as well, but I – find a lot of joy in doing things together yeah. so do you think there's like a level where like you could maybe like both but then like you're way more high if you like would always choose doing it the other way or like I'm what do you sure think sure there's probably levels to everything in yeah. life so yes yeah you can probably I, be I like, don't think that you're like one or the other and if you're no yeah it's like i guess it could just come down to like what would you prefer if you had to choose right also? and i like cooking for people and they come yeah. over and i want to give them everything and i don't want them to once feel bad that they didn't help yeah. me because it's like that actually <laughs> people... truly does bring me joy but at the same time if you're looking for a calming sense of belonging and togetherness it's mm -hmm. like i would suggest maybe doing it differently yeah but that doesn't mean like you're bad and you're not high it's like oh you just cooked a meal for someone and totally. that's okay too yeah that's also a very nice thing to do yeah <laughs> Um, but it goes further than food and stuff, right? It goes so much further than food and stuff. So another case, so the Danish people, they love candles. They always have very dimly lit homes. Like no big lights on and stuff? 
<laughs> no, in the book, it was saying something about how, you know, like, not to piss off a huggy person, but it's like, <laughs> how to just do it completely wrong is like, invite them to a dinner party where no one's really talking and the bright lights are just above their head and they're like, you will tell <laughs> and they will leave the room because it's very awkward for them. Yeah. But mm. again, I walk into a room and I'm like, oh my God, you have lights on. I think they're the wrong lights. You should have used different lights. Like it's too bright or it's too this. And in the daytime, you've got your blinds closed and it's like, none of these things are haggy. Like, and I didn't know that, that that's what that meant. Yeah, you but just it's thought like, you were like- During the day, you should be opening your windows. You should be letting natural light in. You should be looking to the outside world. You, yeah. should, love the, you should love nature. You should love all these things while being comfortable in your home, mm-hmm. right? It's not to say always be at home and always be by yourself cozied up in your pajamas. It's like, enjoy all of those things, yes, but- in comfort yeah and you know probably reading a good book reading is so essential high-y. yeah because you just spend, AF? Yeah, oh my you God, spend a lot of time just sitting and reading yeah. and exploring and learning because and- i think like also you know especially in this modern age it's like the alternative to screens and tv and phones and game like electronic games and stuff like that like when you think about it you can still be in your home but a very common thing to do is like read right like I know for me, when I'm trying to get off screens and when I'm trying to just unwind or whatever, you grab a book mm-hmm. or you color. Like, it's, a I very, feel like- it's a lost art. And yeah. there's like some of the show, obviously, like facts and research that's gone into this. And mm-hmm. the guy or whoever, I don't actually know if it's a male or a female who wrote the book. But Can you write it there? Mike Wicking? It's like Meek Wicking. Oh. M-E-I-K. Mike. Definitely not Mike. No. <laughs> Probably Danish again. And he's... I'm going to say he until you Google and tell Mm. me I'm wrong, but he um, studies happiness and like what makes people happy. And yeah, it's just, it's so crazy because it's one of the hardest things I think to explain because it's not something, Mm -hmm. but yeah, they like being at home. They like being cozy. There's often, you know, a cup of tea, like have a cup of tea in your hand and enjoy the cup and enjoy it being warm in your hand and drink it slowly. Like there's no chugging your drinks and getting out the door. It's like, give yourself enough time to sit and enjoy that while simply just looking out the window thinking Mm -hmm. you don't have to drink your tea or your coffee while doing something else. It's like actually just sit with it and enjoy that moment and then read or whatever it is that you're going to Mm -hmm. do. But yeah, the spaces of candles and dim lights and not hanging out with a lot of people. Yeah. Just kind of in your own little place. It's um, nice. There's probably so many people listening to this right now that are like, oh my God, I'm hikey. And like, maybe they just thought something was wrong with them. Or maybe they're like, why don't no, I? I just thought there was things wrong with other people. Or yeah, things wrong I've with other people. I've never thought anything's wrong with me. I'm like, <laughs> why is everyone so chaotic and honking? <laughs> Like, I'm hiking in my car. I'm like, I don't want the music on. I just want to sit and enjoy myself. And I don't understand why people are in a hurry. Yeah. Like, I just, my brain doesn't function that way. No. Um, Do you think someone can, like, train themselves to be hiking? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It's essential, I, really. I think you could, like, do tiny little pieces of it, even just, like, with your home to be mm-hmm. more hiking. Yeah. Um, it said something about like your, uh, your workplace can also be hikey. It's like, just bring cake to a meeting and everyone's going to be happy because everyone <laughs> loves cake. Do you know what I mean? It's so true. You go to like any office and whenever it's like cake, everyone's like in the yeah, kitchen room. Yeah, if there's cake on the middle of the table and yeah. there's some paper plates and people are, or let's Isn't use crazy? plates, but it's like that instantly changes yeah. the whole effect of the meeting based simply on the fact that you're eating cake. I know. Because that takes you cake to a comfort be place. in every meeting. Oh, here's the thing. So... If there's no cake, it's an email. Isn't that like a meme? <laughs> if, yeah. if, I, if you want me to sit down and talk to you and there's no cake, put it in an email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So there was some research done to, you know, why does 
I don't know why, but it's like the, the fact of eating cake and yeah. being, let's just say. And apparently they believe that obviously when you're born, the first thing that you ever, ever eat is breast milk, which mm-hmm. is to a baby probably extremely sweet. Yeah. They don't have anything to compare it to and they just naturally have this sweet thing and that is what they live off of. Mm-hmm. And then years down the road, everyone's like, why am I craving cake? Why am I craving <laughs> these? It's real. Really? But it's like, yeah. So there's like a natural instinct for you to go towards those things when you're looking for comfort. So mm. if Gosh. you're at home and you're having a cup of tea and you're cozied under the blanket, which people always yeah. are if you're high it's like have the cake yeah. and sit there and enjoy it because you're you that's your first associating memory. like subconsciously probably to in that, that other part of your brain absolutely to say yeah. that this this feeling and this taste mm. and this whatever actually brings me so much inner peace and joy that's so interesting good thing we're not going to our mums and trying to get some breast milk from them to feel comfort sweet anymore um my mom would not be happy if i tried to do that no 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 no. she definitely wouldn't so (laughs) yeah there's definitely things that you can do in your house there's you know you can create a little nook like a blog. you can add high it's called something kelsey flips over the pages at one point and it's got these like little pictures but it's got like six or seven headings and it's like high something high krog Huggy Lukey, Huggy Monkey, and I'm like, what? I'm like, you're just Huggy friggin' everything. Uh, you're like, your book isn't even in English, honey. I know. Part <laughs> it was really hard to read sometimes because I was like, I don't even understand what they're but saying. Yeah, there were all these little pictures of like stuff that you could do around your home mm-hmm. to make it Huggy. Yeah, to make your your home Huggy, so that when you're there, and it's like instantly people get in there. There, there is actually a word, and I googled it, and I don't know how to say it, so I'm not going to. But you can Google <laughs> it too. But there is a danish word for the sweatpants that you would never be caught dead in out of the house but put on instantly when you come into the house seriously increase high yes that one pair of pants that everyone's allowed yeah and you wear them at home all the time what about a mug a big comfy shirt and you put on woolen socks so anything that's gonna make everyone feel so much better about themselves i know (laughs) and it's like that's literally what they do is they go put on their woolen socks their big comfy pants and a big shirt often they wear a scarf and they are always underneath a blanket even if it's not cold because it's like the idea of being comforted yeah. and wrapped up and it's okay so Aww. they're like swoop what is it swiveling what's the baby thing swooning swaddling swaddle yeah they're like swaddling themselves yeah oh and they also only work from nine till five <laughs> there's like a strict yeah at 501 there's nobody in the office mm-hmm. they legitimately live by this whole thing they it's prioritize like, family life family and being with people that you love and yeah. care for is of the utmost thing yeah. so not nothing against dads um I, uh, there's obviously a lot of moms who aren't home really at nighttime too but they did touch on you know like all dads are home with mm-hmm. the moms putting their kids to bed well because all you see in north america having, right like, it becomes very typical oh husband's working late like you know or like had to go to work trips and meetings and late night there's like there's mm-hmm. so many women as well but like yeah that work-life balance that everybody talks about we are like so far from that because we've just gone to these extremes of like work harder hustle harder and push more like that's the kind of mm-hmm. lifestyle that North America, anyway, is like adopting mm-hmm. big time. Which it's is like fine. you don't get anywhere unless you work you, till you burn. Yeah, and I personally don't really necessarily agree with that. And mm-hmm. if you're listening to this and you do, keep going, work hard. Eventually, I hope it pays off for you. It's going to be wonderful. Um, but yeah, I think for us personally, it's like <laughs> when work is done, work is done. Mm-hmm. Let's be done. And we're obviously learning more about it because we grew up in a society that is not like that. Yeah. Um, 
yeah, but they're very nine to five, eight to four, whatever it and is. And I think in there's that actually moment, like proven probably in the book too, but I've just read other studies where there's like other, there's proven statistics of the life, like how many years you add back onto your life when you adopt that sort of lifestyle. Like this isn't Absolutely. this isn't just for like fun and to like feel a little bit better when the because weekend you, comes like, around. Because you like have a word to say what you feel. Yeah, at your no, home. this is actually like about longevity and like putting years back on your life and taking care of your health like not just your mental health but just like every part of your life mm-hmm. like that's why i think this sort of lifestyle because yeah. i think a lot of what how it started is danish people i think rank i don't know like the happiest country in the world right and 98 percent of them are high gi and this and, and this they all and live this. till but they all live the same kind of life yeah and have this incredible happiness mm-hmm. that just like radiates from them but they're very simple yeah um so everyone's even, like everyone's like in, trying to figure it out yeah absolutely <laughs> now we're all over here being like what in the heck's going on but even down to like the clothes that you wear it's mm-hmm. like uh they don't really care about fashion yeah and maybe they care about fashion and things that are well made and things that have been made with love and those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. But for them, it's like casual, but not homeless. Yeah. I think there was something I funny in the book like... that was like, you don't look homeless, but you look very casual. But it's like <laughs> to just be wearing a picture big a baggy simple... knitted sweaters. Yeah, that's exactly what it yeah. is. It's like tighter pants, like whether you're going to wear leggings or you're going to wear jeans, whatever it yeah. is, you're going to have some woolen socks, you're going to have some big boots, you're yeah. going to have a sweater, you're probably <laughs> layers, 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 and you're big and baggy and you're cozy and you're yeah. just warm all the time. Mm-hmm. Very simple. Girls don't really go elaborately curling their hair, triple barreling, nothing. They're not <laughs> swiveling over They're here. They're just natural? They're just What wear- about makeup? Yeah, very natural. Hmm. There's a thing about like your hair should be long enough to like be put in a bun, and the higher that your bun is on top of your head, it's like it's really? more representing of how, how simple you your life is. And I mean, I like to do my hair, and I don't just always have a bun on the top of my head. But it's crazy to think that anyone who I have ever met <laughs> that's it has Danish, a top I'm like they all look the same. Oh, I think they be all like... dress kind of the same. They all have the hair and the buns, yeah. like all the girls. Mm-hmm. And it's just obviously how they live their life, and it works yeah. for them. So I think as a society that is not Danish, we're like, do you think they're getting uh, annoyed now on? that everyone's like calling it this thing and trying to adopt it and be like, we're uh, high key too? No, probably not. That they're would annoy me. Just in their house being high they don't actually <laughs> True. care. They're like, uh, I'm high AF. I don't care. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know that you're hashtagging it on Instagram because they're not on Instagram. They're out hanging with their family. <laughs> I bet you there's some haggy Danish people on Instagram talking about their haggy life. Absolutely, for sure. But I do think that most of them are probably just continuing to live their life and they're very happy. Probably. Um, Social media ranks like the least likely to make a haggy person happy. Unlike Mm -hmm. what are the things that make you happy? It's like spending time with friends and blah, 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 blah. And at the bottom, it was like technology and social media. Yeah. I love that. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Um, They read a lot of books. They play a lot of games. Games that take a lot of time. Games that... Take thinking power. Yeah, or even just like sitting around the table. Like, I don't think Monopoly is probably their game because (laughs) they don't care about money and buying things and being better than anyone. (laughs) But like a game like Monopoly that could possibly go on forever. Probably that because think of all of the moments... Right, because you can sit and you can play and you can chat yeah. and you can have a snack and you can maybe then have another snack and you can have some tea and then you can sit and chat. And oh my god, do they watch movies? Do they get up in the middle of the movie like you do? I don't know. Is that because you're high key? Is that why you do that? 
I don't know. I we try and watch a movie. Oh my gosh, trying to watch a movie with this girl is like you got to get ready for a five-hour ordeal because you get about half an hour in, then she's got to change the laundry. Then we go another 20 minutes, then she's got to pee. Then we go another about 40 minutes, so we get into the bulk of the movie. Then she's got to get a snack, she's got to get up, she's got to stretch her legs. She's all of a sudden found out that she forgot to do something else, so she goes and does that. Then finally we come back. <laughs> I'm asleep, so it's like whatever. But is that Heige, I wonder? Probably is. They like it to go on for a long time. You can't just sit down for the hour and a half movie and be like, okay, we're done. It's like to be, an, you make it an experience all of a sudden. <laughs> I don't think that's haggy of me because I'm not just sitting and enjoying the moment. I'm constantly doing something. But so. maybe you're trying to make that experience like different and more. Yeah, I'm like, you left the kitchen light on and the lighting is wrong. Oh. And now I have to get up and get the lighting and I realize that I should go down and put the other light on too. And <laughs> Yeah, I think that's you being haggy. I just have to make it perfect. We'll have to watch a Hagi movie. Maybe okay, they're well short. Okay, well then, all this me being Hagi, from what we've understood about it so far, isn't it great that I am? I think so. I think I'm a little Hagi too. You live Hagi a too. very, very peaceful life. Like, you used to be chaos. What? Your life was chaos. That's mean. You're, very, you're, you're like, I'm like a bull in a china shop. But yeah, I don't mean my life was chaos. Kind of. Well, I don't know. I'm less Hagi than you now, for sure. But I know, but... I still have elements of Hagi-ness. Absolutely, but in understanding what this kind of means, isn't it make me make more sense? Oh, it totally makes you make like for you. I can see why someone was like, uh, "Kelsey, you need to read this book," and wasn't and was not like Lucy. This is you, right? <laughs> like, but like, do you enjoy living with people who are huggy? Because yeah, I think I like. it goes back to like the introverted extroverted thing. It's like you kind of want to go out and be around a lot of people, and I'm like, oh. God. Well, I think I'm more huggy than I. Th- think like i love little dinner parties where like everyone brings their thing Mm -hmm. and we all get to get together and talk and chat and make it a big long event i don't love going to the big loud noisy bars all the time but yeah i still there's parts of me that like kind of like that too it's like i love going to a big beer hall and like sitting there with live music and just being like woo loud and like it's so overwhelming to me i'm like i can't enjoy my friends (laughs) because i'm watching the people that are seven (laughs) tables over and wondering but i love candles too and i love big knitted sweaters and so i think Mm -hmm. i'm a little highy I think you are. I think a lot of people have elements of it in them. Yeah. Um, And I also, here's a question too. So if any of our listeners are, or they consider themselves to be Heige, it's like... To be or not Is that just something that you do? Or like, can you just then choose to then... Like, do you choose that life and then say, okay, now I... Like, I'm not Christian. I'm not Catholic. I'm Heige. Like, is that... (laughs) I don't think it's I don't think it's ranked up there with, like, religion, but it's like, okay, maybe I'm a vegetarian or I'm a... Yeah. Like, is that actually a title... I think so. It's like a lifestyle ...for yourself that it's like, if it's not huggy, you don't do it? Or... So this is what I'm interested in because I... I'm not like that. It's just that 90% of my life is in this book and it's mind-blowing. I think for some people, they, like, are all of a sudden finding this thing that makes a lot of sense to them and they are probably making sure that their home... It's like feng shui like that is almost like it's not a religion but it's similar to like oh i'm a vegetarian because this is like the lifestyle choice that i choose and this is what i follow in my Mm -hmm. life and i think it's kind of like that is it like this has to line up here and i don't do that because it doesn't align there and this activity makes me the happiest so this is what i do and what i spend my time doing like i think there's for sure people out there that like live this lifestyle as if it is you know there's no other way basically yeah i think so Maybe an all or nothing. Like or... it's that way. Like it's that high. Yeah, like, so is it bad for me? Because obviously, if you're not a vegetarian, or let's just say I say I'm a vegetarian, but I <laughs> and eat, then you eat chicken. I eat chicken on Fridays if someone yeah. cooks it for me. It's like there's nothing wrong with those people, and I think I am one of those people to a sense. But 
Yeah. Am I, am I, can you go and claim that you're a hygie person? Am I pissing off actual vegetarians when I say, oh, I've gone vegetarian unless someone cooks it for me? Yeah, totally. Yeah, you are. Right, right. So, but I and think... I don't do that. But am I allowed <laughs> to say, okay, I'm hygie if like 10% of my life isn't? Like, am I, don't I lying know. and I should stop saying that? Do you reckon? I don't know. I think it's a good question. But I think the part where the vegetarian piece comes in is that that's often some like other deep rooted, you know, things that are going on for why people would choose that lifestyle. Like, what you know, mean? like maybe there's, you know, animal rights, for example, is something very, that they're very passionate about. And so they are vegetarian because they do not like how animals are treated in the production of, you know, us consuming it, for example. And so when you look at high stuff, I feel like it's maybe not as extreme as like, you know, how yeah, animals are treated. Like it's just kind of a lifestyle choice. So I feel like you're going to piss off less people if you say that you're high gear. And then you're I probably like, won't piss off anyone who is high because they're going to be like, it's Huga and I don't know what this bitch is on. It's like, it's they, won't, they won't even know I'm talking about them because I can't pronounce it correctly. So mm. if I've offended anyone, I'm to- totally sorry. And you I can feel like help me. If we got hand of the book and someone said to us, this is the Huga book, we would have called it that from the get-go. But they said to us, this is Hagi. <laughs> this is the Hagi book. Yeah, and like on the first four pages, it was like different definitions and like how to sound it out with your mouth. And I was like, I fucking can't handle this chapter. <laughs> it's because high-key. it's like, I'm just going to call it what I want to call mm-hmm. it. Because I don't think it matters. If there's nine different ways to say it and people think you should say it this way and this way, I'm like, I'm saying it this way. I think you say it that way. I think you say it the way you want to. Yeah. So (laughs) it's it's a very intriguing lifestyle. I want to know if anyone else is Heige. Hit us up at We Done It Podcast on Instagram and show us your Heige stuff. Like put it in your story or whatever floats your boat, your Heige person. You're probably (laughs) not going to go on Instagram, but maybe you will be inspired to for this. Because you're probably North American. (laughs) if you follow us you're probably a yeah a North American Heige yeah you can be your own version a native Heige yeah so (laughs) I I don't know I don't know I don't even know if we did a good job explaining it I think we did we nearly died on the way here and we're just showing up to talk about Heige-ness so I think we did a fantastic job I think we left a lot of people confused They're like, like they I now have to read 400 pages to understand what they Read it. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. I think everyone's going to read it. Yeah. If you have extra stress in your life, think about becoming Heike. If you are exhausted at the end of the day, but you can't figure out what to do, it's like you're probably worrying too much and you need to become more Heike. And there's a lot of self-love that comes into being Heike. It's yeah. You spend a lot of time without your phone. So here's the thing. And I'm going to leave you with this. And I don't even really know what this is. But Heige, no technology. Be with yourself. Self-love. Have a blanket. Have some tea. It's like you're going to go. a cinnamon bun. Or, or some cake or a donut or three donuts or some ice cream. I actually don't even entirely care. Have nine pieces of toast with butter and honey on it if you were me because that's what I'm craving. However, self-love. Spend some time with yourself. Turn your damn cell phone off or just put it in a different room and don't think about who's talking to you or liking your whatever. Be in the Mm -hmm. moment. Sit in your house with your people. Dim the lights. Light some candles. Talk about things that make you happy. Another thing in Heige is do not bring up politics. So if you're in a group of friends and there's like five or six of you and you're having a dinner party, don't bring up conversations that evoke any sort of like... Super passionate about like... Yeah, like one side of or the opinionated or the sorry passionate was wrong word yeah passionate is good don't bring up opinionated subjects because <laughs> that is not high yeah it makes people feel uncomfortable if you're like oh i vote for this and you're that and now we're awkward and mm-hmm. i don't really understand and 
Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> don't ever bring up politics. Is pe- telling people right now what, like how you're talking to them, is that hockey? Don't do this. Do that. Don't do that. Like, I feel like, oh my gosh, this is unhockiness. Yeah, absolutely. Because I'm <laughs> saying don't bring up politics. It's... Until you are huggy and you live a huggy life for a very long time, there is like a rule book that says you do not talk about politics yeah. when you're out with your friends. Right? And I like that it. friend who comes in over and you're like the only one talking all the time and you're and people like backing grabbing the, the room walls. and you're trying to tell stories and jokes that no one really understands and you keep going and you keep going and yeah. you keep going. People feel very awkward. (laughs) You're not high geek. You should just maybe have a conversation that everyone could talk about. And that would be better. And that's, I think, very important. So I think so. So wait, what do they got to do? They got to light some candles. They got to put some comfy clothes on. They got to get some tea. Get rid of your phone. Get a book. By yourself, get a book or look out the window and just watch people walk by Mm -hmm. or it doesn't matter just think about fun things that happen in your life and memories if you're around people maybe you have you know a spouse or some children in their home it's like get everyone to do it get just Mm -hmm. go hang out even for like 30 minutes i bet you you're gonna feel a total difference if you turn everything off and you just sit and you chat and you tell stories and you Mm. ask how your day was and give each other compliments and just like such a stress relief enjoy time together yeah and then go do whatever you need to do but try it for 30 minutes and just see like what honestly could happen and i think the challenge is going to be that in that 30 minutes when your phone is down the damn hallway Mm -hmm. you're thinking about it yeah and you're like okay cool i'm sitting here with my tea or my whatever and instantly your hand is going to go reach for it i know it will because you are addicted to it and i also am so i know that to be true yeah, it's crazy it's how addictive we are. Because you're like, oh, cr- I'll just look for it. It's like, no. And then you're sitting and you're kind of quiet. Mm-hmm. You're thinking, you're like, well, maybe I'll play a song. No. Yeah. Um. So music is very huggy, if you're honest. Um. They like vinyl, to be honest. That's kind of They like thing. vinyl? But they do understand now just like the simplicity of Spotify and Apple Music and all oh, sorts of things. So they them. do say like you can create a Haggy playlist that you just go to and turn I it on. I bet you if you search Haggy on Apple Music, there's something there for us. Yeah, they have a lot of a lot of options. So yeah, don't go grabbing for your phone. Just actually spend some time being and maybe that's something that you can practice every day and you don't have to like be meditating or being mindful or whatever. It's just actually just hang out and Where get- do you think someone should start? Like if they're really just like, okay, I want to be more haggy what's like first thing they should do if you don't have the book google what is haggy how to be haggy and just read the damn article don't skim it read it and if it intrigues you look into it some more or let's have a conversation about it or you know get the book it doesn't really matter if it doesn't intrigue you and you're like oh my gosh this is not me then don't do that because none of it's going to make sense to you but yeah if you're looking for more calmness in your life you're looking for you know god i don't know it's just like peace maybe calmness Mm -hmm. and it's not even about minimalism or simplicity because you can have a lot of things and you can be over the top but just in ways that evoke happiness for you if that makes sense it's really you can have a lot of stuff in your house and be totally cluttered if those things you know go together correctly Mm -hmm. and don't cause you any sort of stress it's like okay cool that's okay so it is a wide wide range of things in one tiny little word but (laughs) i suggest that you look into it because i don't know it makes my life seem more simple makes my life make more sense i did find a nord um it's a nordic heige playlist i'm just gonna hit play on the first song and let's see what happens i bet you it's gonna be chill Ooh, not what i was expecting do Heige people do drugs? Lots of people do drugs, sweetie. Next one. This is more what I pictured. 
Yeah. Okay. Okay, imagine that just playing in the background. Yeah. The fireplace is crackling. They it love says, word burning fireplaces. It says, the perfect soundtrack for a cozy evening in front of a fire. Yeah, what the so they love fire. So have the fire going. You're warm, you're cozy, you're wearing your socks, you got a sweater, you're yeah. hanging out with your friends, and this is just kind of happening, and the conversation's going. Life's really great, and we're going to leave you on that. Let's go be high together. All right, we love your stinking guts. Once again, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you for tuning in and supporting us. If you like what you heard here and you want more of this laughter, subscribe to this podcast. In the meantime, don't forget to head over to Instagram at Kelsey and Lucy. Check us out. Show us some love. Send a DM because we cannot wait to connect with you. All right. Bye-bye.